Well, hello everybody out there, Music Video Land. Welcome to another edition of the Music Video Land podcast, the 99th episode to be exact. We're coming up on number 100. Um, my name is Adam Fairholm, one of the dudes that types stuff in a computer for IMVDB, um, the Internet Music Video Database. And uh, you, the last few podcasts, we've been down one, but now the gang is all here. And uh, part of that gang is uh, Mr. Doug Klinger in Florida. How you doing, Doug? Doing super good. Happy you used the gang is all here phrase, because otherwise I would have used it. So you got it in. Really? I, I have uh, old people use the gang is all here. Uh, there's, a, there's a funny video on the internet called the gang's all here. We'll link to that in the show notes. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to write that down and Google it later. And then uh, we have also have Mr. Adam Alexander, uh, Fringe Music Fix. Adam, welcome. And how you doing? I'm doing pretty good tonight. We, um, yeah, because last podcast, number 98 for anybody keeping track, we talked to Doug via phone since he was coming back from South by Southwest. Doug, you are safely home from South by Southwest. Here I am. Uh, it seems like, which is good. And we have a whole blog post detailing in, ex- in exquisite detail, even down to the fact that Doug sat next to a dude he didn't know at the music <laughs> video screening. Down to, down to that level of detail on the blog. This is an important piece of information, okay? <laughs> um, and uh, tons of pictures and a lot of pictures of, of people, of uh, directors and... and uh, uh, Looking into my computer. Looking into your computer, doing music video commentary. Maybe we could talk about There's that like later. There's like 15 pictures of Saman, about 18 pictures of Ian and Cooper... <laughs> Uh, 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 like 35 of Isaac Bauman. So yeah, we're good. We're plenty of pictures of uh, of those peeps. Ian and Cooper were kind of the bell. They were the bell of the ball, though, because they won. the bells of the ball. Right. Somebody's always the bell of the ball at South by Southwest, though, because he owns that joint. I know he. Well, if he would have, I mean, he had another music video in it. The competition this time. We were there last year. I was. I was there last year. You as well. When he won for the Vitalik stamina video. And so, the, so one thing that you had not relayed to me that happened during South by Southwest that I read in this article was that Ian Cooper were on the balcony when, <laughs> when they when they found out that they won and came down, which I can definitely see how that can happen because it was kind of by fluke that last year we were even in the audience with Simon. I mean, uh, you know, there's, it's not like a they're like make sure you make sure you come to this thing and here's your seat so you can get up there. Except the right. award of the Oscars right. or something. It's kind of like a everybody file into this auditorium, and they let the filmmakers in early as well, mm-hmm. which is even funnier because they were still up in the balcony. <laughs> uh, Some people funny. just like to see the, to sit in the balcony. I think I don't know. It's I mean people are crazy, especially Ian and Cooper. Those are crazy guys. Um, but it must have been a fun moment when they came down to accept the music video. Oh, they like, did, and they literally literally ran down. So that was fun, <laughs> and it was cool. And they were like, "We're up here." And they're like, okay, come down. So one thing I wanted to run by people is that I think this time, yeah, but it's about a week now. We've had a new version of the site up, and I've got a little blog post kind of detailing some of the hows and whys behind the new version of IMVDB. Um, and we have a ton of ton of little changes that maybe you wouldn't even notice. And one of those is that on the blog, in the comment section, we used to use Facebook comments which I'm not really sure why we initially made that decision. It was made a very long time ago. Um, but for the new version, we decided to switch over from Facebook comments because we weren't really getting a lot of um, interaction on Facebook comments. Uh, to, we decided to switch to Discuss, which is kind of like a, a very popular and kind of internet standard commenting system that you can deploy on your blog. So we decided to deploy that. And um, since then, since just just in the past week... Uh, I've been called an idiot for not recognizing the artistry of t- of, uh, of tattoo um, from my article on all the things she said. Um, but just before- we also learned that that Sting played bass on one of Tattoo's songs and is a big fan of theirs. So. Right, this person was was uh, was very. Uh, this person is tattoo. Yeah, but with yeah. a fake account. But but just so just before we got on the podcast, I got a little because I get a little email from um, discuss. And um, this time it was from a comment that this, this this having this comment here just like justifies my whole reason for switching over to discuss. So in November I wrote an article about um, the Gauthier song "Somebody That I Used to Know" featuring Kimbra. And at the end of the article I said, 
Um, quote, one fun item I came across when looking up Goche info is that there's apparently an uncut version with nudity in it that has not been posted online yet. And I read this in several places and I thought it was a relatively um, verified fact. So I put that in there. And then just half an hour ago, Natasha Pincus, the director of the video, commented on the post and said, Hey, Adam, Natasha Pincus here, director of the Goche vid. Just wanted to say that there's no uncut nude version of the video. Hilarious. I'd love to read where that rumors was started. Wow. <laughs> when, when did that come uh, come up? Just a half an hour ago. I just Holy cow. We need to talk to her now. I know. Seriously. And this is, this is I mean, if you're one of the few people uh, who haven't seen this video, this is the famous video from 2011 um, where Gautier and, and Kimber are painted. And in that... Um, so you have good things. You have good things to say about that video. I hope, huh? We, you never know with that era of uh, relapses. That was a pretty, uh, was a pretty sarcastic era for relapses when you oh, did that. Oh no, post. no, I have nothing but uh, praise for, for the video. And well, for, rightfully so. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Well, it's one of my favorite videos, and one of the things that um, I bring up just be, just toward the end of the article before mentioning that uncut version, which was which I'm <laughs> is now <laughs> I'm glad does not exist because that would be weird. Um, <laughs> is uh, is that there are so and and Doug, you know, I know because we we started IMVDB around the time this video came out. There are so many parodies of this video. Oh god! And they're parody, and one of the kind of markers of quality of this video is that that the parodies are down to some of the most most minute details of this video, like the shoulder roll that Kimbra does before she like you know goes over to Gauthier and kind of sings in his face. Um, if you remember, there's even an SNL parody, and I think we, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, but that came I think a few a, years later, yeah, I think yeah, I, and I think we wrote a blog post or something about it, saying like, or or at least talked about it on the podcast something about the fact that like, for, I mean, for SNL to be parodying a music video that was so like that's that's not like Thriller or something that like every you know everybody has seen it it says a lot to how popular that music video was that it could be referenced in pop culture that recently from how it from how long it came out and it's and it's still you know m- made sense to people like that so um definitely was, it's fun and yeah i i um you can't see it anymore because when we switched over you know one of the caveats of switching over a comment system obviously is that you lose all the old comments we didn't really have that many so it wasn't really a big deal um, but one of the ones that we did lose is I wrote a, a blog post about the Killers music video for. Um, I can't wait for you guys to watch this Gangs All Here video. So um, I did a, a music video relapse for Human, directed by Danny Drysdale. And at the time, I was kind of trying to f- suss out w- what music video relapse should be. You know, sometimes sometimes I, I pull out like a ridic- kind of a ridiculous video from the past. But one that still has definitely has its merits. Like um, uh, I did one the Dale Restigini video for, for a video for um, Crank Dad by Soldier Boy, which is which is a, a kind of outrageous, ridiculous video, but it's still a good, a really you know good video. And I was I kind of thought I was doing the same thing with um, Human by the Killers, but then Danny, Danny Drysdale commented on it, and I think he said something like something that just that just like. Deflated me. I don't know. It was like that's it. He was. He he did not. No, he was not appreciate your comments (laughs) about the video. He did not think. He did not agree with your with your reading of the video. And it's just when you're writing these things, you don't really think like the person who like put their blood, sweat, and tears in this video is going to see it. And I, I I've tried never to be outwardly like just you know say a video is 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 kind of terrible or anything like that. Um, but I do when I do find kind of ridiculous stuff like that. The video that Shack was in by Owl City. Yeah, that's that one always comes to mind. That Owl City Shack video. Um, if you're a director of that, even if you, even if you poured your heart and soul into that, you've got to real recognize the ridiculousness of the Shack cameo in that video. But anyway, <laughs> I'm getting way off track because we're we should be talking about uh, the music videos of the week. Well, at least we're talking about music videos. That's better than the first twelve minutes of some of the other episodes we've done. So. One, uh, one of the other we're doing 99. It. We're doing it. Um, so we should uh, we should talk a little bit about a number the number one video that I'm looking at right now for the for the week. Um, it's sitting at about 1.5 million. Um, Sexercise by Kylie Minogue. Um, you guys have seen this video, right? I hope. Ooh boy, have we? <laughs> yes, we have. Directed by Will Davidson, and this is a video. Um, I actually. 
Kylie Kylie Minogue. I get her confused with um, a few other people. Um, but this is a video where obviously the they've taken the, the title and kind of run with it in a literal sense. It is kind of like a montage of you know, softcore pornish uh, uh, exercise like shots where they're yep. like humping you know exercise balls and doing all sorts of things in a smoky room. Um, yes, that's that's what I have to say on that. That's a, that's that was that was your reading of the video. Yeah, well, I I um, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I think there's well, it's a simple concept, but it's all in the execution, right? And there's two things I think that's really important to two kind of references I think that they're making in this video. One is to the um, call on me video. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this one. Um, it is call on me. I did a music video relapse. I did a music yeah. video relapse about this as well, and it is by um, Eric Prides. This is the one where she where it's also kind of like a sexy workout video, but it's done in a humorous way. And the other one is a lot of these moves I think are cribbed from Shakira circa two thousand nine, uh, uh, She Wolf era kind of stuff. I don't know if you guys got that vibe as well. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of butts. A lot of shots of butts in this video, I, and so and there's a lot of that in Shakira music videos. So yeah, I think so. But even more specifically, during that during that time, I don't. If you guys have seen the She Wolf video, this is another music video relapse video. Um, there is like at, at that time, Shakira was kind of like honing a certain uh, like a certain skill set of moves, and one of them was where she would lay flat on the ground, stomach down. And just like raise her raise her butt up by the which it sounds easy to do but is very difficult um, and she does she does it in a cage in the she wolf video but they do they kind of like reference that a little bit I feel like a little bit yeah they also um, have leotards in this video sorry I'm just watching leotards. this video I have no idea what you're saying <laughs> um, I'm very distracted by the uh, the the skin colored leotards in this video. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do see those, uh, now if I can remember what you were talking about. Yeah, I, I, I just saw that move and it does remind me a little bit of a, of a Shakira move. Um, and let's remember that Kylie Minogue is 45 years old. Um, this is a, I mean, this is a pretty impressive, yeah she's, yeah. she's definitely been at it for a while. Like, uh, to say that, uh, yeah, I mean, she's like, she's huge, eh? And especially in uh, in the UK, uh, in terms of uh, of pop artists, even in Europe, I, she would be she's an equivalent to Madonna, really. In mm-hmm. Europe, she's huge. With more so, re- more recent and more relevant hits, I think. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, she just does things more her own way, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Because- Do you guys think she's been able to stay in shape because she's been doing a lot of sexercising? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And there we have it. <laughs> but, but this video kind of falls into a a interesting category of like very literal kind of interpretations of a video. Yeah. Um, of, Which of, like, is pretty title. much what else you're gonna do with this video, right? But it's called sexercise, so I, <laughs> I don't know really. Yeah. You could you could be like tongue in cheek with it a little bit more, but I think they they went the right way. My my only problem is that I've in the last couple of years since running this site, I've been on you know my share of music video sets, and I still haven't been on a music video set that's anything like this. So um, we got to get get a petition or a Kickstarter um, fired up to get me to get me on a music video set like this. Next time someone's making making a, a sexercise esque. Music video. Bring me on as a BTS. They are, they've got somebody listed here as BTS. So why not us? Um, sorry, David. Sorry, David Lopez Edwards. But I'm coming. I'm gunning for your job. So actually, speaking of Madonna, she. I think she actually did a video uh, not that long ago, maybe a year or two ago, where she, it was similar to this too. It kind of had like the Jane Fonda workout theme going on. Um, do you guys remember that video? I can't think of the track right now. I do, not re- I do not remember that video. Yeah. Let me look, um, let me look this up This one's by a year. lot better, I think. Um, it, what was it called? What was it called? Uh, let's see here. I'm looking, I'm looking I mean, at the I mean, she had, like, the sweatband, and she had, like, the, the leotards. I think it was Hung Up 
2005, if it was that long ago. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, 2005. Where have I been? Directed by Johan Renk. And, oh, yeah, look at this. Wow. So uh, it's a similar kind of a deal, too. And they're close in age. Well, Madonna would have been closer to her age uh, now then, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, similar. It's part of a, of a proud tradition of, of kind of sexy workout videos, which is a sexy weird Yeah, what's that one, videos. Satisfaction? That's not a workout video, though, is it? They do, they're doing, they're like doing um, construction. <laughs> I have no clue what you guys are talking oh, about. Oh, come on, Satisfaction? You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, it's workout. I don't know that it's uh, no instruction though. <laughs> it's workout. Okay, well, whatever think, it is. Well, I think the gold standard for this would be the call on me Eric Pride's video, just for the amount of of, of parody it's gone through, and uh, it, that was released ten years ago now. Um, but this one definitely is shot like like much more stylistically. Um, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was a, a good video. Obviously, it struck a chord. I mean, you can't really. Go wrong with uh, adding a little bit of uh, sexiness in your music video, especially if it's the full video. This one kind of start like hits you hard in the beginning and, and kind of runs for the full three minutes. Yeah, it's just it's just bending over in high heels for three minutes. Mm-hmm. So you know, I found sweet. the one you were talking about too, Doug Benny Benassi. Yeah, it's Dougal, Dougal Wilson. Yeah, it's it's construction. You're right. <laughs> yeah, construction. It's a good one. <laughs> what are they building? It's a great. It's a fantastic. They thing. are building nothing, but they're doing it very well. They're wow. just you know they're just drilling things and sanding and things. Saw, so everything they they've got. Yeah, chainsaw. They got the whole thing. It's wow. intentionally you know it's intentionally graphic. Yeah, but like in tongue in cheek, but also actually, hmm. you know that old that old gag but it's like the it's like red letter for you know the red letter example of it 2003 Dougal wilson hmm. yeah i think that there's i mean i would say that this video is this exercise video is is fully tongue-in-cheek oh you would i would definitely say that i think they well they know exactly what they're doing and it's sort of like a a nod like oh here's a song called sexercise well even the the name of the song the track sexercise yeah but i don't think it's well, intentional i think they're I, yeah. Oh really? I didn't. I didn't get that. But I okay, sweet. I thought that they were being. I thought they were being genuine. No, well, they are to so. a certain extent. They are to a. Yeah, certain I don't think it's compl- I don't think I didn't read that as completely tongue in cheek. Maybe a little bit self awareness. Like, yeah, it's not like satirical. But it's, they're like really like they really watched this and they were like this is sexy as shit because like it is. Oh yeah, the, and I mean the video's done to a higher it's a higher quality. Like it's not like a, a stupid. It's not a stupid video. No, no, they're it's, not. Like I, it's a lot stupid than right. Like a video about a video for a song called Sexercise could be a lot stupider than this one is. Oh yeah, it could be. It could be terrible. Really, <laughs> they could have got like Richard Simmons. Yeah, we could have oh, Michael shit. Q. Schmidt in there. Oh, <laughs> they, I, I'm surprised they don't. Actually, that would that would be. I'm, what am I saying? That would be actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so then, I think in terms of like these, I think music videos have a unique problem of of you don't really know when it's when it's tongue in cheek or not. Um, because of the, the kind of the sheer volume of music videos and also because artists like to kind of uh, keep stuff like that close to the vest, I think a little bit more than um, other people making, you know, videos for the internet. And one of those artists that I think is very good at that, keeping things close to the chest, is Carmen, who had a new music video this week, which is number three on our on our chart for, two th- for this week. Um, the song is called Pulses, directed by Ian Smith. Um, and and it, and it features a, a similar hairstyle to um, uh, Lady Carmen. I don't know her name, but that what's it called? What's the hairstyle? What's the, what's Lady Carmen's name? It is called the Suicide Roll, and the uh, the the Lady Carmen is Amy <laughs> Amy Heidman. Heidman, and this video features Boy Harmon way more than normal. He even says he even says stuff. It does so. No, no personality though in <laughs> in the stuff that he says. So Car- Carmen is is an artist that is has been really interesting to watch, and it's one of those unique cases where their whole career thus far, which hasn't been that long, 
just a few years, has been charted out through music videos. They, they kind of got their start on YouTube doing covers. Um, I think their most famous cover is probably the Chris Brown uh, Look At Me Now cover. Definitely. Um, Although I did hear a radio station in Austin try to like take credit for their popularity. It might have been on satellite radio. It's like, we discovered Carmen. It's like, you're you're fucking lying. And then and then somebody's like, Kendrick Lamar made his name at South by Southwest. It's like, people just say whatever they want in radio commercials. Anyway, anyway. So uh, uh, so after that, they, they, they had an album and they, they um, had some pretty well-known, you know, some hits that did pretty well in 2011, 2012, like Crash Your Party um, and Broken Hearted, which both had really good videos. Um, and then they kind of started to go off the deep end because one of the the signature kind of visual things of Carmen was this hairstyle, and I'll link to a a, um, a how to video of this hairstyle called the Suicide Roll by Amy from Carmen herself. I was hoping Doug made that video. <laughs> <laughs> Doug wishes his hair was long enough for that. Um, oh, and then yeah. she, so she decided to go. Um, her hair was straightening. The first kind of signs that things were different was where there's sleigh ride video from 2012, which was a which was a um, holiday video. They kind of went dark for a while, <clears throat> and then she's been back with like straight hair with like a really different style. And in that broken hearted crusher party era, like their first album, the the guy um, Nick Noonan was like way back. And in this video, he is. Front and center, she kind of has like a version of the suicide roll going on. It's like sort of the suicide roll 2.0. But there are a lot of really weird long shots of him shirtless. And I don't. Yeah, really (laughs) weird. It's so. Like, Carmen is such a strange band because she's got like 15 people's personality, like enough personality for 15 people. And he's got about as much personality as negative 15 people. (laughs) So it's a really weird combination. Of her just being like an animaniac all around him, and him just being like a wall, and uh, it's their weird, their weird ass band. But, uh, but 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 yeah, he's shirtless. I was not expecting to see Nick Noonan's nipples uh, in uh, ever, and that changed. Well, and it's also the the idea of the. I mean, this is a really kind of old concept that has been played with over the years. This idea of an of an act which has the male and female kind of aspect to it. Like the white stripes definitely played off of that. Um, tons of other artists have kind of like played off this difference between male and, and female and what, you know, and how they're presented. And this kind of, this video, the way, I, the reason I found it so interesting is because it kind of turned it on its head a little bit. I mean, she, he's more, I mean, he's the guy who's naked in the video. A little, right, a little bit. right. Um, which is, also, it's like a, a reverse hip hop thing where she sings the hip hop verse and he sings the hook, which is kind of the reverse of what we get in hip hop usually. Exactly. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that actually. It is a, it is a definite reverse. Um, weird that also, yeah, go ahead, Doug. I was just going to say something else about the video that we had mentioned, and I guess it's worth mentioning, is that George Takei, Takai, well, you know, one of those, he's the narrator. <laughs> he's the narrator in this video. That's and right. He gives it, and he gives us an oh my, which is expected. That's his... If, it's his catchphrase, of course, but like... Some people run away from their catchphrases or the things that they're known for, and George Takai runs full, full into that. He's, George Sakai has the weirdest internet presence ever. He just posts memes all day. He's, he's like, hmm, awesome though. People, people, people like know me now, and I have a, I have a bit of a following. What do I do with this? Ah, I know memes. It's, it's, <laughs> I think it's an it's interesting cool. choice. But like I think all he has day. The most. I think I think he might still have the most Facebook followers. He did at one point. He had the most. The most likes? No way. I, I think he did. At one point, I read that, or I, I think I, you, I, I think you read it. I think you read it in the in the liar's manual. <laughs> he has a lot. He has a million. Oh yeah, he has a lot. That's for sure. Likes. I, um, I thought I read that. He has I, four, I mean, those, he has those 4, thieves. He has five of likes. Um, most, of, so wait, hold, hold on. Top one hundred Facebook fan pages. We <laughs> could just look. He's got six million, six and a half million. Now, are you talking – so, like, Rihanna has Barack 80s. Obama's got, like, 40 million. But, you no, know, was it Facebook fan likes or was it people following him? That's a, that's a I, crucial I'm difference. I'm not sure. I think it was – I thought it was his fan page. 
No, he it, has a lot. Though. It might have been we'll just, followers, we'll just though. So that doesn't make sense. So, like Lady Gaga or someone like that would have more. So my brother Sean, <laughs> I accidentally followed him on Facebook when they first like came out with this thing, and now every time he does anything on Facebook, it 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 like shows up as a notification on my phone. So if he, if <laughs> like he, like Sean has has checked in somewhere exactly, or like Sean has changed his profile picture, or just like any any little detail. Facebook is like Adam Fairholm has to know about this, um, and I, I I think Facebook has like many things that they have introduced throughout the years and abandoned. I think they have mostly abandoned this following thing, but it could be the following thing because for a while they tried. I don't even know what they were thinking like many other things that Facebook decides to go with. Um, I think they were trying something along the lines of Twitter, where instead of like being someone's friend, you would f- follow them, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's and then for a while, you could you would unfriend someone, and they'd still be following you yeah. on Facebook. Facebook's made some weird decisions with stuff. They were getting into like a lot of pri- uh, privacy issues. That stuff doesn't seem to be such a big deal for them anymore. Um as much as it used to be like a couple of years ago. But for a while, it was like, it was weird how much people were freaking out about how, like, a website that they agreed to terms and services, uh, terms of agreements, and uh, none of those are the right words, but I used the nobody right... Made them, nobody made them sign up. That's the thing, right? right? Nobody made and, them Right, up. but so it was just weird, like, people were freaking out about Facebook, and, and that seems to have stopped a little bit. But But yeah, they were doing a lot of different weird things. Um, around that time, and continue to do. They're creepy. Adam, I just saw a, something you posted to uh, Facebook from your personal account because I'm your friend. And I'm, I'm not following you, but I'm your friend. The uh, a, a, an interview that uh, Vice did with uh, um, Daniel Dan Kwan. Dan, Daniel Kwan. That's awesome. It's and the picture right there is is uh, you can see the other side of Daniel's uh, working on the set. It's there's some really good. I, I read that interview earlier today as well. And there's a there's a video or like a GIF of uh, Daniel Schneider, uh, Shiner working the penis. Oh no! <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. He's just working the penis. And but yeah, they really get the um, like they really get in there and like kind of um, you know uh, unearth a lot of the stuff that like that like we probably picked up on. Because we've been following the um, following Daniel's work so closely um, for the last, basically since we've been running the site, has been like the era in which Daniels have been just killing it. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we picked up on that I would say we probably picked up on that they get into detail in in that interview. One thing that's weird though, in in whenever you see them talked about, people are always calling him the Daniels, and I'm pretty sure that that's not their name. No. But but I don't think there is like Lamar plus Nick are very uh, specific about how they want to be named. I don't know if the, if, if Daniels are as specific or if they well, care at, as much. At the Vimeo Awards in 2010 or was it 2011? Anyway, the last time there was in a Vimeo Awards, they did a they did a a talk um, with the then Vimeo curator uh, Blake Whitman, and he. Um, mentioned they mentioned that they that they specifically didn't want to be the Daniels mm. and that they were Daniels and though people mention it and they they clearly are, are like I don't think they're like so get upset about it or bent out of shape about it I do think that they it was a conscious decision to be Daniels and not the Daniels so and it's interesting though it gets into like that the, the interview also gets into like some of the reaction obviously um, uh, you know people are are talking about. Um, uh, the the video like ending Asian stereotypes and, and, and <laughs> oh really like that. yeah and then also uh, wow. certain Asian stereotypes and then also um, the fact that uh, Katy Perry tweeted this video um, this week and that a lot of Katy Perry fans ended up uh, watching Dan Kwan's <laughs> penis dance <laughs> and so that's also really really fucking funny she tweets and some good stuff actually she does she, she, also she actually has some, some good taste I've seen her tweet out the, some really awesome stuff go ahead the last time she tweeted a music video and said it was one of her favorite of the year was the Foster the People coming of age video directed by Brothers so she does have good music videos which is one there. of your favorites 
It is. And, and well, she's I single. think she's I, single right now. Doug. Oh, shit. Watch <laughs> out, guys. Uh, Turn down for what is probably as of right now, my favorite video of, of 2014. Oh, it's definitely. Shortlistable like, for sure. That's, top, that's as of right now. There's still a lot of year left. But uh, well, I hadn't even thought about the whole Asian stereotype thing, I guess, because because, it, you know, we have followed Daniels for a while and so recognizable as Daniel Kwan. I, don't I mean, know. you know, you know, there is in American culture like uh, like a lot of people who emasculate Asian males. Like that's a thing that happens a lot of times. It happens frequently from like, you know, when the pictures of like Lord's boyfriend came out and, and all, you know, there's there's countless examples that you can point to. Um, the hangover. What's his face? <laughs> yeah, right. Just a million. things. Yeah. And so, uh, you know. But like, yeah, like I, I watch the video and like, and I see Dan Kwan, but I guess like, yeah, maybe somebody else who watches the video and just sees it for the first time and obviously like uh, isn't following like the work of Daniels or, or pay his attention to music videos might just see like, oh, that's an, that's an Asian man. And, uh, um, and he's bringing you know, the party. And he's, bring, and he's bringing the party and he's packing and heat. He's packing heat. He's bringing the party whether whether people want it or not. Um, no, he's aggressively, and it's whether he wants it or not too. That kind of so that's the one thing about the video that I that I I I go back and forth on whether there are definitely certain like looks from the Dan Kwan character in that video where it seems like he is kind of possessed by something, but then there are other moments where I feel like maybe he's totally into it i i don't sometimes i think well i think that's i think that's a line that all the characters yeah toe in that video is that the is that none of them want to be doing it at first and then at as first. they're doing it they exactly. end up they end up get, being on getting on board and so uh they get pulled to the dark side fuck, what a fucking they, video. they resist initially but yeah. then then once you're there you're there they got. A, there's a lot of look out. Last year, 2013, there was only one music video that came out directed by Daniels. But I know for a fact they've already got one coming down the pipeline as well, co-directed by Zach Stoltz. Where um, I'm pretty sure they talk about Dan Kwan talks about a little bit about this in the Vice interview as well. Uh, um, the concept of the video is um, a nudist colony that gets attacked by people who shoot them with clothes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those. So, one, that's, that's one of those one-line v- music video treatments. I just, just kind of get them, I, you get know, them that, in the door. I, you know, yeah. That's another thing, though. Like the like uh, Daniels are like. There's a lot of like a lot of their videos can be summed up in one line, and you're like, "Yep, I'm on board." <laughs> Like oh oh, a band dies and the and the rest of the video they're just reanimating them to try to make another uh, try to make them perform live. Like you you can sum up all the a lot of their videos and you're like yeah I like that let's watch it. There was also a interesting thing I think um, we it happened on the last podcast that we should just address real quickly that um, the turn down for what video got taken down at the while our podcast was going on. and later it was put back up. I think it was put up back up on another account. Yeah, I, it was moved. It Where did it get moved? It was on the DJ Snake account. Did it get moved to the Little John account or something? He got, uh, he got some, moved to Columbia's account. It was something like that. And the and the view count was reset too. I don't know if they've since transferred did it we, over. But did we hold those views? I trans. So at the time that they had taken it down, there they had they were sitting at three hundred and thirty k, and I I did transfer those views over. Into the auxiliary view of you can't think. We have a little, a little known feature that is actually very little used that should get more use on IMVDB. Where um, if something, if there are count of video views elsewhere, I think we initially debuted it for the happy video. Um, something that right. can't be tracked via Vimeo or YouTube, but it does have like a, a, a quantifiable numerical value that we can put to it, and, and a trustworthy number as well. Because something else I wanted to talk about on this podcast, and this could kind of be be that transition, is for example on World Star Hip Hop, um, you know they premiere music videos, and, and so a lot of rappers premiere their music videos on World Star Hip Hop, and uh, they have a view count, and it, and it's uh, I believe it to be untrustworthy, and uh, I'm I'm not alone in that opinion, and so we we wouldn't pull view counts from something like that, but 
because like 24 Hours of Happy is a website, a Pharrell website, and on that site they had a view count. Um, we we trusted those numbers. But so what but, you're telling us is to all books bookmark World Star Hip Hop right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone go to World Star Hip Hop. Well, if the, <laughs> if you were to go to World Star Hip Hop, now would be the time because uh, this week. Um, or uh, we did a blog post about it. Um, some inmates in a prison in South Carolina um, face additional charges because they recorded a rap video in prison, and uh, that's insane. It's uh, and, and that video was posted to World Star Hip Hop. So of course we did a blog post about it uh, because that's that's crazy. Um, did you guys watch this video? Right? I know. I know. Uh, Adam Fairholm watched it. I have not, but I'm intrigued. It's it's uh, different than you m- might expect. I I was kind of wondering going into it, you know, what how could what, what would they do in prison? Because it's obviously filmed by a cell phone and they didn't edit anything. It's more like them kind of like jumping around in a bunk, yelling at the camera. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. From what I know, this appears to be a, some kind of a jail cell, right? I've never been to prison, but I I yeah. imagine that this that this might be yet. This might be what uh, the inside of a prison looks like. And all the dudes, they're wearing, you know, their, their prison uh, costumes. And, um, and uh, they're, they're doing it. I mean, obviously, there's, this, is, this is the only way to, to make, to do this in prison, right? You're not going to be able to, uh, like, make beats, real beats or whatever. So it's like beatboxing and they're hitting their chests and, and there's a lot of chanting going on, you know, um, there's guys in there who like basically just go mix, mix, mix. Like they're not even saying re- real songs. But I, I, I would still qualify this. You can't get much more um, in terms of a music video. This was definitely planned. The moves were planned. The way they were doing it, like they, they you know, there's some camera movement and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm counting this in my head as a music video. Um, um, and it's insane. It's uh, like these guys are. It's they're pretty pretty awesome. Like it's pretty awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed these watching. Are, so it. these are not like these aren't rappers that we know. These are just no. These are these, this, as far as we can tell. These are just prisoners who that decided to rap and like sneak in a cell phone and like take whatever risks you like can be taken by publicly like being a prisoner and then posting it because like it has been like the um the communications director for the south carolina department of corrections released a statement saying that they're investigating the video and that um the inmates involved will be appropriately charged so like they're kind of acknowledging that the people in this video are indeed prison inmates and so uh this is awesome we well, gotta respect really- the uh the dedication to music that i can get behind that yeah, there's a lot that. worse cool. things. Can, that, there is a lot worse things that you can do in prison that will get you additional time in prison, and this is this is the coolest of them all. So you gotta uh, love rap. You gotta love rap. You gotta love music videos. Uh, well, so, I think yeah. that, it's important to note that for the rap for the rappers, the famous rappers who have gone to prison, um, like uh, Lil Wayne or. Uh, T, what was the, the guy's name? Uh, T.I. or you know Martha Stewart or something like that. They their sentences are usually very very um, uh, uneventful. There's no well, the, well, not always like like for example C. Murder, who is um, Master P's brother and used to be a rapper um, on No Limit Records. He went to jail for murder and like is in jail forever now. So. That's uh, that's a uh, he. It's he was appropriately named uh, uh, as as a rapper named C Murder. Um, and and as and if you remember, famously, Shine went to jail. Everyone was saying that he went to jail for Puff Daddy. It was when Puff Daddy, Jennifer Lopez, and I think Shine were like all in a car. They got pulled over. There was like a secret compartment with a gun in Puff Daddy's car, and Shine ended up being the one that went to jail for it. So. Um, uh, yeah, he's another uh, one. And then Lil Boozy didn't Lil Boozy just get out? He of just jail? got out. Yeah, there's a video of him doing some freestyle rapping on the drive home. You should so, look that one up. That's sweet. 
Let's but yeah, see. I think I think uh, Martha Stewart jail is different than Gucci Mane jail. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's a different. And then what jail. was it? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg had that song "Murder Was the Case." He was wasn't didn't he face murder charges or maybe that was just I don't know. Snoop, Snoop uh, the the main one I remember is when Lil Wayne went to Rikers for what was it, a year or so, and he yeah. he had like letters that people that that were posted by his website, um, and then afterwards he, I don't know, post post jail Lil Wayne is a lot different than pre jail Lil Wayne. Let's just do you that. remember when DMX was at the airport? <laughs> I think in Miami, and like he tried to like steal a car or something, like leave the airport parking lot. And he, like, tried to tell the person at the gate at the airport to, like, let him out for free because he was an FBI agent. I'm sure I'm, getting <laughs> some of the, I'm sure I'm getting some of the details wrong. But he definitely told somebody in some kind of toll booth or, or airport gate that he was an FBI agent and they needed to let him go. Uh, <laughs> I don't even care if that doesn't turn out to be true. That's the best. No, the FBI, him pretending to be an FBI agent, he definitely served time for that. <laughs> So, <laughs> so that's fun. That's fun. Oh man! Well, while we're on the subject of uh, Kurt news, we should probably talk a little bit about the follow up to the Vimeo thing because we spent like the last whole podcast talking about that. Because um, we posted- so yeah, that was, was it just a blip on the radar? A lot of people look like they got their videos put back up. I think it was actually, and I think you know we were talking about you know Adam and I did the podcast last week, and we called you and Doug, and we also talked to Norton, um, who has been outspoken outspoken on this issue, um, and you know at that point it didn't look like there was much of a resolution because it seemed like the labels were kind of resolute in going ahead and, and issuing these DMCA notices, and 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 when Vimeo gets a DMCA notice. A digital millennium copyright act notice to take down a video you know they have to do it or else their safe harbor is is um threatened so they're you know the labels had kind of all the power here and from what it it looks like from different directors some directors knew what happened like vincent haycock knew that some people at the label kind of um pulled some strings and got his videos back up and i think isaiah Surrey or Surrett, sorry um uh, didn't know what had happened, but his videos were back up. So it looks like most of them are. I think there are still a few that are not down. Uh, uh, but like Dave David Wilson, who um, was the first tweet that we referenced and how this whole thing started, his videos are back up. So I, I but it does. But I will say that Dan Quan. We mentioned this last week. Dan Quan did mention that he wasn't. He was. It seemed like he was told he wasn't allowed to put turn down for what up on Vimeo, and as of right now, that that one's still not up there. So um, yeah, I think it's definitely not totally resolved. I do think though that um, I mean we posted that blog post, just a little blog post, kind of um, recapping some tweets and stuff, and we got a, a, a large amount of traffic and and you know Facebook likes for that post. Much more than any other just sort of normal news one. I mean, it definitely struck a nerve, and I think, um, you know, the, the the having the saying labels is sort of like a faceless thing. I mean, there are there are you know the few big labels, and then there are many other smaller ones. So it's kind of a moving target. But and even and there's definitely people at the label, so I'm sure were just as unhappy about this as everybody else. You know what I mean? And this is another thing we mentioned last week. We still get credit sent to us from these labels. So, you know, I, I'm sure that they they want, you know, the people who work on the video, the video departments at these labels, I'm sure, you know, want want people credited just as much as anyone else because they realize that people are, are a lot of times on these music videos working for those credits. And so... Yeah, I mean, labels are large institutions, and, you know, the people that we have contact with at labels are the people who are in charge of, you know, making videos, the video, um, you know, head of video departments or, or the video commissioners at these labels. And their job is to, you know, find talent find people who direct videos who make you know amazing videos that will promote their artists so you know i doesn't i guess i didn't think of it at the time but it doesn't surprise me that there might have been you know some vouching for directors done inside the labels that made them pull back a little bit or made them you know strike some some deals or kind of let it slide in a way again because you know what there are arms of these labels that rely on the creativity of people who rely on 
the platform that is Vimeo. There's a, there's a, there's a relationship there that I think needs to stay intact. And it's just it's just so it, it definitely seemed very deliberate though, which is really interesting. The interesting thing about it, it's not like these were just some guys who just like decided to upload the videos to YouTube to, to make money off them off of them it wasn't some random thing where like on youtube i know that they like just search song you know they like like for example if you upload a a video to youtube with certain songs in it it'll flag it immediately Immediately, and and know immediately if it's got the music in there or not like it's not a person it's it being flagged whereas these were up they were fine people have seen them and then they went back and and targeted specifically the director uploads. It wasn't like a sweep of Vimeo where all the music videos by Columbia or by whatever label got removed from Vimeo. It was like let's go get these director videos off. It was it was something that seemed to definitely be targeting the directors and directors of photography and 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 specifically the people who worked on these videos. So that was the, that was this one of the you know interesting details about it is that it wasn't like a, a you know a big net cast over Vimeo to pull everything they were specifically targeting the the creators of these videos and pulling them down so that's pretty pretty freaky Bowie Adam have you had that experience of uploading something to Vim to uh sorry YouTube and like them flagging the music immediately Yes I have <laughs> many times <laughs> Yeah uh, basically just uh like I used to throw together uh um if there was a song that I liked and I didn't really understand I knew there was probably some form of copyright infringement but I had seen many fan videos of that sort and if there was a song that I liked uh, I would just splice together something with uh, some video that I liked and throw that up there and yeah it's definitely automated it's a bot or something that I guess recognizes the waveforms and uh, and red flags it and you get no audio they're pretty sophisticated over there at YouTube because they're just pretty much from day one over there <clears throat> copyright infringement has been the sort of central to their story as you know becoming a, a company um, so it's sort of ingrained in their company and, you know, keeping their safe harbor intact, keeping their legal status intact. It's been really interesting. And yeah, I've always been surprised when I, um, I directed a documentary a while ago and, um, uh, I decided to go ahead and like monetize the trailer or whatever. Cause I, I just wanted to see what that process was, was like, it wasn't like it was getting thousands of views. But they were super like skeptical that I owned the co- like the the content. I kept I kept like having to produce documents and stuff like that to to prove that oh, wow. I made this. Um, so they're definitely very very careful about that. But yeah. I think I think the moral of the story here is that this has been let up a, a little bit. I'm not sure. Obviously, we don't know where this came from. Um, but it seems like people are. Um, you know the pressure is off a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah, exactly. We brought mo- more attention to this than necessary. No, I'm kidding. That's not true. <laughs> no, uh, well, I think that you know, I don't want to toot our own horn or anything like that, but having you know, kind of a a, a, a site that puts up some news about this because there's only a handful of sites that paid attention to this whatsoever, and having a, you know the post get a lot of attention and kind of go around, I'm sure. <clears throat> that is some sort of. I mean, at least it, it makes people take notice a little bit. Um, yeah, definitely. Because Man, we're not like we're not, and I've said this many times on the, on the podcast. You know, we're, we're not like a news organization. We're not organized to be like giving you all the music video news on on the blog. Um, but you know, when that's the point of the news, you know, isn't it? Is to take things that people should pay attention to within a certain group. And you know, draw some attention to it. Um, this is sort of related. I want to draw, bring everyone's attention. It's always fun to see the people who don't understand the copyright rules, and uh, and see them upset. I, uh, this is what inspired my tweet this week about why people ask people to la- allow download links on their Vimeo videos, um, because some man commented on Saman Kesh's um, placebo music video. Um, and it's uh, apparently he downloaded Saman's video and then re-uploaded it to YouTube uh, and just like tried to put it on YouTube. 
And uh, he commented on the video. He said, according to what I've read, I am allowed to download and upload videos as long as I link back to the original creator, allowing <laughs> the credit them. Uh, I like this video, and now I posted it to YouTube. I can remove it. I posted at YouTube a video from here. They are concerned for copyright on the video. So <laughs> that's that's uh and he, apparently his video got pulled so that's uh that's fun i wanted <laughs> no, to was, talk was, the about video, was it not already on youtube oh it is he just thought like he wanted like, to this discover. guy thought he was like sharing it with his friends fans. Uh, yeah his friends and, and, and <laughs> so um i've also i've got a video you know you can get loops on GarageBand. apparently someone made a song using the loops and then copywrote that song and one of my videos was um, one of the songs that I used from GarageBand was uh, was flagged as copywritten because somebody had then copywritten a song using those loops. We so. live in interesting times in terms of copyrights. It's just amazing that – I mean one interesting case is the case of uh, Getty Images, which recently kind of threw up its hands and realized that people were just kind of – Taking, I mean, images are so easy to just, even if you can't, like, just pull the image down to your hard drive to take a screenshot. Um, and people were just kind of taking their images, which are, which people were, were previously supposed to pay for, for news organizations, and just, like, you know, it was going nuts. They couldn't control it. So they changed around their model so that you can, like, embed Getty images. And, and it has, like, the copyright at the bottom. It's sort of like embedding tweets or something like that. Um, would which is something totally new for something like an organization like Getty, which is a huge um, supplier of images to, to, to news. And it's just interesting that somebody would, would think that, like, okay, I want to sh- share this video. I like this video. Let me upload a copy of it. <laughs> I know. Let me download this video and then upload it to YouTube on my YouTube account. And, and as long as I just throw a link back to the video... <laughs> I'm good. And the guy literally copied and pasted his like email from it says like a message to YouTube and Vimeo. <laughs> like they're in cahoots. Like listen, Vimeo, work with your work with your friends YouTube and tell them that you that I'm allowed. Cuz according to what I've read, like, what, where did you read that? Where where is it did you read that? Just uh, it, uh, somewhere. Somewhere. So uh, Were there other music videos? Oh yeah, I want to talk. <laughs> let's uh, let's hear about some of your your, your guys's use guys's favorite music videos of the week. Um, Adam, good. Okay, because I did a lot of staff picking today. I staff picked five videos today. Yeah, I can see the list is growing. Yeah, um, Adam, uh, did you have anything that stood out to you this week? Um, yeah, lots. Actually, it's a pretty solid week for the uh, the smaller releases. Um, I'm gonna go back to the beginning of the week. I think it probably came out on Monday. Yeah, it did. Um, so it's I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce her name, but it's Tov Lo, I believe. Um, she released uh, an alternate version for her single Habits. And uh, I really liked this video a lot. It, basically, what it does is uh, it kind of uses a similar camera to the one that's used in the movie Requiem for a Dream. It's kind of, well, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it focuses on the on the central character and it gives you a sense of like what they're doing. And uh, basically... Snoring premise, cam. Yeah. It, now, th- does that camera, is that attached usually like... or? from behind their view like do you see a point of view because that's well, what is we are, the Requi- what you're talking i actually didn't watch the video you're talking about but in requiem for a dream what you're talking about is a snorri cam it's something that attaches it can attach to your chest or sometimes you sometimes your back and it basically keeps the person that it's attached to stationary in the frame um while everything else moves around them Okay, so do you see the front of the person, or is it? It just doesn't like- matter. You could be in the front of them or the back of them. Okay, so this might be a similar camera. Then uh, it seems to it's be. A ri- hot- it's a rig that you put the camera on. Yeah, it, so it might be that. It might be the same thing. Regardless of that, uh, basically, this the, the the video follows her around um, as she proceeds to try to kind of drown out her sorrows with alcohol and making out with random strangers and drugs and stuff. And uh, but they also make it very obvious that uh, that she's 
kind of really sad and lonely and that uh, this one party night is not really going to help things too much for her in the long run. But uh, cool video, though. You guys should check that one out, I think. Oh, we will. I, I, I did see that. I did see that one, and I, I, I had a night of partying planned ahead of me, and it kind of got me down a little bit. <laughs> you were you weren't ready for it anymore. Yeah. Now after that, I just went and watched some TV. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. Good call. Um, How about you? How about you? What what's what did you like from this week? So, I I enjoy when a video comes down the pipeline and it just really like is visually intense actually in one of the um the the new tight like the new like header bar that color for imvdb i've spent months trying out different colors um trying to find one because it's not it's it's kind of a different shade of our original red um it is slightly tweaked and i've been i've been spending months trying to figure out like what the optimal kind of shade of of red is there to like complement different videos, and I've been looking at all sorts of different videos, like visually like intense videos, and this one came across, and I was like, oh, this is exactly what I've been waiting for, um, and it is the um, philosophize in it, chemicalize with it video by Kishi Bashi, directed yes. by Jeff Hoskinson, um, came out yesterday, and it is a really trippy kind of uh, the best way to describe the visuals are if you remember the um cover for a day and age by the killers it was like this very kind of there's a certain artist that does this kind of um painting where it's where it's all these like little um circles um but it's kind of looks like a watercolor anyway it's a really beautiful effect and it's kind of has this this purple and pinkish and red hues to it um, but we, so they've done a, some really amazing things with that. But within it, there's like really kind of funny moments, interesting moments kind of sprinkled throughout. There's a sequence where two of these dots walk hand in hand through a walk cycle for like a good like 20 seconds. Um, it's a really difficult video to explain, but it's really stunningly beautiful. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah I, I really like this one, too. This is probably my favorite video of the week as well. Uh, and this one, this is a video that um, Adam Alexander brought to our attention. So thanks for that, Adam Alexander. No problem. It's a great one. So I guess the video I'll talk about, um, since Adam talked about the Kishibashi video, um, I, I think I'll talk about Jealous, I Ain't With It uh, by Chromio, directed by Ryan Hope. Um, Chromio continues to make really, really fun and funny videos and this one is no different um uh it it features um what's the guy is he is the is the skinny guy dave one i think so yeah well yeah. Hold, hold on now yeah, we don't have him in the in the in the credits or something. yeah i don't have i don't have him credit I'm, I'm pretty sure dave one is the skinny guy um uh and he's a pastor at kind of like uh it, it appears to be kind of like a vegas style wedding place you know kind of a cheap Cheap wedding chapel, um, and uh, uh, both guys from Chromio um, appear to be kind of in- proprietors of this place. But Dave One is the is the main kind of pastor who who's uh, who proceeds over all these weddings, and all and and basically each each um, it's a bunch of couples that that come up to to get married, and like the guy is kind of a, a goofy looking guy in each case, and it's a really beautiful woman. Um, in 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 each case as well um and he's he's jealous of each of the guys and he fantasizes about the women and that kind of thing but what i I really love about the video is that uh all of the all of the groom grooms groom in the video is groom the plural of groom i think just say uh, groomsman i think no 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 no, 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 that's a thing Uh, i think it's i think you just go straight grooms i don't think you need to complicate it okay fine the grooms uh, our our play. A lot of them are like cameos. There's uh, um, obviously the big one that a lot of people are talking about is ASAP Ferg uh, has a cameo <laughs> in the video. But then also uh, fellow director, uh, fellow director. We're not directors, but Ryan Hope is. <laughs> Dugan O'Neill, director Dugan O'Neill, who appears in lots of music videos, some that he directed. Um, 
and so others that he did not. But he's also in this video, and he's very funny in it. And for a while, he was a screenshot, and they changed it. He's not the screenshot anymore, so that's a bummer. But uh, this is a lot of fun. This video is really fun. We just, I just recently staff picked it because Chromio makes so many good videos, and uh, I, I feel like maybe I like come alive better than this one. But I, I you know, I think it's it's. It's really a fantastic video. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Chromio's and, on a roll for sure. Yeah, and this song, this song's really good too. I really, I really dig this song. It came in handy yeah. on my drive to Austin. I would put it on and dance. There you go. So, <laughs> I would and say the song, of, the song is stronger than Come Alive. You're right yeah, about the I videos, agree. but but the track is probably the better of the two. Yeah, I agree. But if if we're to, if we're talking about dancing, I do want to just talk about uh, Thomas Barford uh, Happy, just briefly, directed by uh, Jacob Markey. Um, this video's got some, this video features some sweet dance moves. It's got a weird, weird looking man with a mustache dancing in a, um, a, uh, a sexy looking house. So yeah, it's a good one too. It's a fun one to watch also if you like any of those things that I just some said. Some passionate, passionate old man dancing in that yeah. video. Yeah, I want to talk to that guy. He's got a lot of fake plants. It's, I love the way this house is lit, though, with all like the with all of the lamps and and strange things in the house, all kind of like blinking. Uh, yeah, I w yeah. I really thought that was cool, and it's like a, it's like kind of like an eerie, eerie vibe to the video as well. Um, um, and the DP so is Daniel Voldheim, which this is the first credit we have for him in the database, which could just mean that we haven't come across his name before or um could be that it they one of his first it's just getting started yeah you never know because we're you know we're we're rounding in on 100,000 credits and uh sometimes some people's things are very complete and some are not so um and we're going to be hitting 28,000 credits pretty soon so soon Man, this bipolar sunshine video was good this week as well. That's yeah, this that's week, right? Seventeenth, seventeenth. That's this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was, was really Monday. good too. Oh, I was just agreeing with Doug. Yeah, he was getting <laughs> my height, man. Right, just we chilling. were we were do, we were teaming up on that. Oh, Another geez. one uh, you guys should both watch. It's a little bit of a lengthy video. I think it's about a seven-minute long video, but I, I did message Doug this one earlier. Um, and it's uh, definitely a highly conceptual video. I have no clue how to say this artist's name, but it's, I think, Burns without the, uh, the U. Uh, video is called Void, and uh, it's a really, really super cool video that I'm not... I can't remember offhand what the actor's name is, but the guy that they've casted in this is uh, even just engaging to look at, but he also gives a very strong performance in the video. His name is Frederick Everard. Um, I don't know what he's from, but he uh, was credited as being someone who is an actor. So, well, uh, yeah. He's acting cool. in this. Did, yeah, you give it I, a, did you give it a look, Doug? I, I watched the first three and a half, so I'm getting oh, there. Oh, you missed the good part. Yeah, de <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it definitely kind of picks up around that point and uh, it ends on kind of an interesting, uh, puzzling note. It's kind of an enigmatic video. So definitely check that one out too. I will. So yep. while you're checking things out, I would direct you to go to the site, hover over channels and playlists. Yeah, do do that. And click on fringe. Well, you can either click on fringe music fix or, um, or music video line, but click on fringe music fix. <laughs> um, so these are, this is a new feature. This is one of the things we've recently launched. And the idea is, and the sort of the concept of this feature is go to the site and what is the least amount of clicks you can get to just start watching music videos. Um, and the idea is that, you know, we, we have, you know, uh, people who watch music videos and know what really great music videos are like Adam at Fringe Music Fix and they can kind of curate you know it's like having Adam Alexander sit down sit you down in front of a computer and saying watch this video this is a great video something you or probably, watch these hundreds of videos watch these hundreds of videos yeah because you can sit in front of a channel depending on which channel it is and it will never stop. Even if you've, even if there are a hundred videos and you watch a hundred of them, it'll start, you know, finding. You know, you might see some duplicates after, you know, twenty four hours or something like that. But um, the idea is, it just shows you different stuff. Um, so music. Some sometimes it's not even the uh, curated by a human. Sometimes 
IMVDB itself will curate a channel for you and just spit out all the awesome music videos from the 90s, for example. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's basically what we wish MTV still was. Yes. And there's that's so, exactly what it is. <laughs> and actually it was designed if you look, you know, there is a there is a um kind of a frame over the videos. You can't you can only pause them, you can't scrub through them, but you can skip the videos. Um that's by design. Um and there's also sort of like a lower third where you get the the song, the year, the director, and you can click on those and it'll take you another page obviously to to show you more info. But the idea is is that you um you don't like start mid video like you if you turn on MTV and you would start a mid video you always start at the beginning i don't i don't know anybody who would want to come in in the middle of a music video i think that uh, you got to watch them from the beginning so that was one of the also the ideas behind this feature um, but yeah, we have the 90s. Um, we have a lot of auto channels coming up. We're just sort of, if you notice on the pages now, we have uh, genres. Um, we're kind of trying to hone those a little bit. So in the f- future, we'll have um, country. And we can actually get really one of the um, new, I guess I hesitated to call it technology, but new, one of the new code features on the back end is something called uh, Video Flow, which allows us to get down to like a very fine grain of what we want to see. So we can make a channel theoretically of. Music video, country music videos from the '90s, you know, above 500,000 views. Um, <clears throat> that uh, you know, we could add a few more filters onto there, but you get the idea. It's Friday I mean, tomorrow, so I have a request. You got to get that '80s channel up there for me because I'm having an <laughs> '80s dance party tomorrow night. You really? You are? Well, well, I might. If it if that channel's there, then I'm gonna put the plan. We're gonna have a '90s dance party. Shit. So yeah, but. Uh, yeah, the 90s are good too. The 90s are good too. So here's a good news for you is that this channel already exists. It just isn't featured yet because I haven't done a logo for it. I'm going to send it to you right now. And if you look in the sh- if you look in the show notes, you will see an 80s channel. I'm ex- I'm tonight I'm creating the the 2000s channel, which the which is I'm excited about the aughts. That'll be a good one. 2000s sure. that ends in 2009, right? That is how decades work. Yes. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> um, well, because the 2000s, like if you called it the night, if you called it the 1900s, that means whatever. Yeah, that's right. Does- well, yeah, I think the well, the the idea of decades in the new millennium is a whole different story, which we can't get to do now. Well, we'll be here all night, but yeah, it ends in 2009. I I, I consider that a distinct decade. It is. It is in fact one. It is a, a decade. We, and we are in the middle, almost in the middle of a, of a completely new decade. So and how about fancy that? Um, so check out those channels. Uh, they, they don't work on mobile, by the way. You have to watch them on a desktop, which, which is unfortunate, but that's just the way uh, mobile uh, video works right now. And uh, check out the blog for many more interesting things coming down the pipeline. And that's and, it. Uh, and do more things. Follow us on Facebook and Twitters. And Instagram and Vine and uh, Notepad. Follow us on Notepad. <laughs> <laughs>